So I think to myself, you know, that's when you know we've gone too far is when your kid can't occupy themselves and or know the respect of being at a table. And we've taught them that because we're the ones that are on our phone because we need to numb out. Like, let's face it, right? Like, life is hard. Welcome to the Business of Parenting podcast. Tune in as we discuss the principles of successful parenting as a business professional. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of BOP, Business of Parenting Podcast, where I get to talk about anything I want to talk about when it comes to parenting. So if you don't like it, you can turn it off. No, I'm just kidding. Don't turn it off. Um, I have an amazing guest with me today. I have the infamous, the one and only, Katie Mars. Katie, what's up? <laughs> oh my gosh, infamous and one and only? Holy, holy, no, that's a lot to live up to. <laughs> uh, what's up? Gosh, what's up? Um, everything and everything and nothing. Everything and, and nothing, right? You know, all in between, you know, all the craziness in between. Well, um, it was cool. Yes. It was cool to see you at Las Vegas. Like, we got to get, you know, so like, it was very brief. We were like, in the hallway? We're like, hi, hi. <laughs> You know? Time for a quick hug and then see you later. Exactly. <laughs> yes. uh, but it that feels was like awesome are... to be back at conferences. Right? Like, was it the weirdest people. thing? Like, no mask. I wasn't doing one of yeah. these, right? I know. To see a smile, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was great. But hey, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to do this with me. I, I really appreciate it. And I'm excited just to have some just fun real just authentic you know conversations you know i don't know how else to be so here we go (laughs) that's right that's right you know neither one of us are experts but hey you know we're i i know for myself i'm an expert at making mistakes and that's just kind of feel like how we learn that's how i learn in business that's definitely how i learn in parenting so i'm i'm so excited to have this conversation but before we kind of kick off our talking points today i'd love to just kind of find out a little bit about your, your your family and of course your business and then then we'll get into it Okay, well, currently I have seven kids. <laughs> um, yeah, we're the Brady Bunch. Uh, so I have three of my own and, and my fiance has four. Um, and we live in three different countries. So um, our parenting style and um, just the way we live life is vastly different. Um, you know, the whole ideology of um work-life parent balance um, <laughs> doesn't really exist in my world. I got to be real. Yeah, uh, it is, um, there is no such thing. I'm always on an airplane, living out of a suitcase, uh, taking calls as I, you know, run to grab my car or uh, an Uber and then hugging my kids super tight as the moment I see them, um, try to give them their quality time, but then, you know, right back at it the next morning. So, uh, it's our, our, um, and, and I help obviously parent my beautiful bonus children, um, that live in a different country. So not only am I parenting my kids when I'm with them, I'm parenting my four others, uh, when I am with my kids, but in a separate country and then vice versa when I'm not with my kids and I'm with them. Um, so it's just never, it's never ending. Uh, we own uh, a few businesses and uh, we work together and partner in those. And um, so that's always interesting when you work with your um, <laughs> to be husband. <laughs> um, and uh, and we love to fly fish. So we love the beach. So we are um, on the beach with our toes in the sand, uh, hooking fish and having tight lines as much as we possibly can. So I that in a nutshell is our world. That is a world. 
Uh, that, that's <laughs> that that's absolutely awesome. No, no. What what's the age group? I'm just kind of curious. Seven of them, man. You must have a a mix. <laughs> Twenty-four to eight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we've got two out of the house. Um, one just left the house of so three. So we've got a 15 year old that's still in the house with us, 11 year old twins and an eight year old twins. Yeah. Twins yeah. too. Uh-huh. I have Man, the twins. So I have is, the 11 year old twins and the eight year old. Yeah. It is definitely much. So the Brady bunch at your place. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. And, and you know what? It's balancing that much and business all at the same time. It doesn't necessarily surprise me that it kind of sounds like they're that, that, that there's not necessarily a defined line maybe for you that there's it's more of a blurred line is that you kind of bring everything together because i don't know how oh yeah you know, like our daughter do our 18 year old daughter works we own a dealership she works at the dealership wow um, so i'm i'm always talking to her not necessarily about hey how are you doing checking in i mean we do a check-in every day but um i talk to her about business so i'm teaching her about social media and marketing and she's helping and working at the dealership and she's really like one of our best employees so it's it's awesome so when you say everything's sort of blurred it really really is mm -hmm. um we work with our oldest um he's 24 and he's um, on scholarship uh i'm so proud of him for and he's playing college ball and uh and he's phenomenal phenomenal and smart but he also try is trying to. He's an entrepreneur. He's trying to, you know, run his own business. So I often, when we're talking, we're talking about what's his next move. And Katie, what do you think about this? And um, Dad, what do you think I should do about that? And how do I get ahead? And and so our lines are always really blurred because that's how we sort of live our our life and even our businesses. We are um, just we're us. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. I don't know how to be fake, right? So no, Katie, uh, I've I've you know. <laughs> We, we spent some time together and it was it, it was probably about 30 seconds i could realize yeah this is just this is just you this is not this is, this is not a persona and you're probably just, no. honestly you're probably too damn busy to even just put a persona on in the first place I and mean, that takes work, I, you know what it just right? never works that's <laughs> it the thing works. it never works it never works with your family it doesn't work with business people eventually see right through it and they see through it because you get exhausted of playing a role yes so you just need to be honest like i've said from the beginning oh my gosh, if I, you know, and my kids will listen to me, listen to this sometime, I'm sure. Um, but I always said, you know, if I could go back and choose, I probably wouldn't have had kids. And the type of mother that I am right now, I am a quality mom, not a quantity mom. And I've always been that because I've always traveled for business and I've always um, been on the go and I've always been very ambitious. And, and so, but when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. You know, if even if it's only one hour a day, they say, um, you know, one hour of phones away and, you know, playing a board game on the floor or snuggling and watching a movie or baking something together is far more um, productive and more impactful to your children than uh, going to a restaurant um, and having family time, you know, as the example, you know, we were just chatting about uh, and being on your phone. Um, that okay. stuff doesn't really count to them. So I, I so see myself bad. as quality mom not quantity mom. I, I'm with you. And I, I feel like I kind of fall into a similar category as, as a father, right? Like, you know, and I think this is like a perfect segue actually kind of into our first topic today, right? Because, you know, we, we were talking a little bit, you know, before we started recording how I, I was just recently at a restaurant and just kind of looking around. And you know, I, like I said, about 60% of the kids were, were staring at a device like this. And, you know, probably a, a very similar number of adults were doing the exact same thing. So yeah. that's kind of our first topic is like parenting with distractions. I mean, we're just in a society now that we're just being hit from 
every single place. I mean, yeah. business is like, I just think even like my business itself, right? This is not yeah. a nine to five thing. Business is, is going on all the time, you yeah, know? It's so totally it's like you have distractions from there, then you have distractions from social media, but I just love to yeah. kind of get your take of how do we kind of maintain, I guess, a linear, like just kind of flow well, of parenting. Uh, I'll give you two, two examples. Um, so my son, disrespected me a couple weeks ago <laughs> about a month ago and um i took away and this is my 11 year old's lifeline right so i took mm -hmm. away his phone i took away his um his computer so he can't play games can't do anything plus he has to do all the dishes take out the garbage all the things he couldn't even watch tv right like he disrespected me to no end and so i take that away and then he learned his lesson, at least I'd like to think. Um, mm -hmm. But then he messages me about a week before I'm, I'm coming to do my parenting time with them. It's my time with the kids. And, uh, and he says, mommy, I promise I learned my lesson, but I really would like to have my phone back. I don't need to play video games. I don't even need to watch TV. But the only way I can communicate with my friends and have social life is through my phone. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking mm -hmm. to myself, wow it's so true like when i was a kid i went outside and played with my friends right like i just went down the street knocked on the door and if someone was home oh, that's yeah. that's what i did nowadays um kids they need that device they need to that's part that's a social arm for them that's their that's their arm to the social world exactly. so it's really hard to maintain a balance but then i yesterday for example i'll do things like so i gave him his phone back by the way i okay. thanked him for being so honest and i truly believed him i gave him his phone back and he has i said no games so what he did is because he didn't trust himself he deleted all of his games off his phone <laughs> so that he wouldn't play on his phone um but Yesterday we went to my girls and I went to watch him play hockey and I said no phones. I'm like, let's just go enjoy your brother. You don't need your phone. And so mm -hmm. I work That's... to try to balance it a little bit with the um knowledge that it is their lifeline, right? It's really hard because it's we don't understand it. We didn't grow up that way, but it is their lifeline. So I hate using the word balance because it doesn't exist. And I'm totally guilty of those screens being a babysitter too, right? Like, I mean, I don't we want any parent you know, here are. thinking, oh, um, yeah, right. She seems perfect because that's another thing we were talking about. So listen, I'm not perfect <laughs> at all when it comes to parenting. I mean, I definitely not. Um, but I do try to pick the appropriate moments to allow them to have that social arm um, and then bring them back in so they can realize what is really important, you know, yes. and, and, you know, watching him play and supporting him is far more important than texting your friend or Snapchatting or whatever the heck they do now. But it's, it's being intentional, you know, I mean, I think about like, what was one of the biggest pivotal moments in my business um, was when I, I stopped letting the business kind of manage me or run me, you know, mm -hmm. and I started kind of I, I was now running the business versus the business running me. And, and, and to do that, to have that shift, I had to be intentional with my time yeah. because I was yeah. letting the business define my time. And, yeah. you know, that was also definitely during the time period that I, there was, I know we talked about this work-life balance and we're going to get into that topic, but there was no such thing <laughs> of that happening right? no. because I was letting the business, I was letting the business dictate, all right, what my day looked like. And once I started yeah. becoming intentional with my time and, and how I was using it through my business day, that was a big mind shift. And I thought about that and I was like, you know what, that's what I need to start doing, 
you know, at home and very similar to kind of what you did. You, look, you went to the hockey game, you intentionally left the phones behind so that you can intentionally be in that moment at the game, yes. supporting supporting your son. And, and, and that's, uh, I think there's just a monster correlation there, you know, for people out there who are successful in business and understand that intentionality. And that's what it takes to do that. You know, uh, we're talking about the restaurant things because I think that's so easy. It's, I, I'm so guilty of it, right? I'm so guilty of going to the restaurant and I'm oh. just like here. So I was at, I was in, in on Mother's Day, I went to Mexico and yeah. we were fish, we were fishing. So we're staying at this beautiful little resort um, in La Ventana in Baja. And uh, Thane and I are sitting there having a dinner and um, a parent has their kid on um, an iPad. Mm -hmm. Now we've got really cool like music going on. It's a cool vibe. It's like very Yogi Zen uh, resort. (laughs) And the music or the sound from their iPad Drowned it, drowned, drowned it out the the music and the vibe of the resort. Ah. And so I think to myself, like, and there's parents talking over the music, so they're really loud, right? So I think to myself, you know, that's when you know you've, we've gone too far. Is when your kid can't occupy themselves and yeah. or know the respect of being at a table. And we've taught them that because we're the ones that are on our phone because exactly. we need to numb out. Like, let's face it, right? Like, life is hard. Um, not only is work hard, parenting's hard, we're moving at lightning speed these days. We have our own stressors to deal with. There's no marriage that is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's always family issues one way or another. So if anybody wants to say my life is grand, sure. I mean, I guess we should all be grateful for what we have, but nobody's life is, is perfect. Nobody is perfect. And so what we've done with social media um, and our phones is we've allowed it to be a numbing outlet, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, well, shoot we aren't going to drink any more than we drink because the pandemic took us over the edge with that. Um, so now we're just going to, we're going to numb out on the phone and we're going to teach our kids to do the same and that that's okay. And then all of a sudden your social skills are gone. You don't, you don't know how to have a conversation anymore. You're not focusing on anybody. Um, so I, I, again, there's no wrong way or right way to parent because no, we're there, all there doing our best. But I, I think like, what it is I'm is... not preaching because I'm guilty no, of it too. I, to- like, I totally, I'm not I totally get it, 100%. But it's about finding those hacks, right? It's about yeah. finding those hacks. It's no different than in business, right? I mean, you know, look, I've had the opportunity to do over 500 podcasts, which has given me, you know, the opportunity to, to oh, talk yeah. with some incredibly successful individuals. Yeah. And the one thing that I've found you know, as a consistent trait with a lot of these successful successful individuals, both in their personal life and in their business life, and sometimes not so much, you know, but is this ability to find these 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 hacks, you know? So it's like I was, yeah. you know, we try to keep a, a deck of cards in the glove box of our of our truck, okay? So, uh-huh. so that when we do go into a restaurant, and we don't do this all the time, but we, you know, it's there and I need to probably do it on a more regular basis. I'll take the deck of cards and I'll bring it into the restaurant with me. Yeah. And my boys are my boys are seven and eight, so you know they started playing the game of war like very young, and this is a game they can play. They can just shuffle it. They can play, and they can kind of be in that. They can be in that moment. Um, But it's but it's you have to hack it anymore because things are happening at such a fast pace. Is that it's those little tiny hacks that make a big difference, which is a perfect segue into our next topic because we we mentioned a little bit earlier about this work life. Balance, balance, balance. <laughs> I need like an echo. If it, guys, that makes you want to like 
cringe right it makes you want to cringe like i'm just like what is that what the hell is that i i I just feel like telling every parent and business person out there that um just like don't be so hard on yourself and i'm i'm again i'm at fault for being so hard on myself of trying to have balance but that that stuff does not exist period it just doesn't and um and so the moment we can take that pressure off ourselves the moment you talk about those hacks we can start um, seeing a little more clearly, right? When we're not in um, uh, like self-preservation mode, trying to be everything to everyone, all of a sudden you can be a little calm and you can see clearly, right? When you're hijacked and you're running on emotional, um, you know, an emotional drive with your limbic brain and you're not thinking with your prefrontal cortex, you're not thinking with logic, there's no way that, uh, that you can find those hacks or, or slow down enough to, to say, shoot, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I'm actually doing okay. We are in survival mode these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, work-life balance is, uh, <laughs> I don't know, it's something well, I, we can't I, even ask ourselves to live up to. I mean, it's... Well, I, I think there's this visual of this balance that there's these, like, there's this scale, right? You know, of, of the, okay, and the, and the scale it, has to be yeah, kind of... Work 40 hours, be an amazing parent, take them to every sport, <laughs> um, somehow in there eat healthy go to the gym be mindful um you know be and and i don't know that i can talk about this but it's real make sure you give your partner enough sex so they're happy and your your marriage thrives and make sure you go on date nights and make sure like oh come on we are there's one no person. way to keep that kind of scale. So here's, oh. so I find when I think of like work-life balance, like I, I do think that there, there, there's some truth to the statement, but I just think this, this visual of you have to maintain equal it's, parts is kind of ridiculous. So almost the word balance almost needs to be for everybody, right? So everybody's family unit runs differently, and yes. my family unit is not the same as your family unit. I mean, my family unit consists of three countries, three different homes in three countries with seven kids. Um, an ex-husband, uh, a soon-to-be husband, and um, you know his ex-wife, whom I'm really good friends with, and I communicate to parent her children. Like everybody's, um, everybody's world is different, and so we shouldn't be looking into or at and judging ourselves based on how other people's balances are, because. We're all just doing our best. Well, I, you know, I like that you said that because the balance is really kind of my balance. It's not the society's standard of balance, but it's it's my balance. And and I and I find you know for me to be balanced that, you know, I carve out you know that th- those two hours a night uh, where I'm just you know I, I put my phone on do not disturb. It's actually yeah. kind of cool. I schedule it, so it's great because the phone actually does it automatic, which is the best thing ever, right? <laughs> and and I just get intentional. It's those Friday morning breakfasts where I take them out one at a time, and, and I do that. And it's it's not forty hours. I don't. I, I I will be the first one to admit I do not spend forty hours a week with my kids. I yeah. I listen, <laughs> and people think my so I see my kids like I'm I my kids are a product of like they there's divorce. And so mm-hmm. our schedule is so wacky. And they're like, well, do you really see your kids half the time? I'm like, yeah, but we do it differently. So um, I'm a speaker. And if I travel the world a lot, and so I don't want to take them out of school. So I keep them here. I see them once a month, basically during school years, but then all summer long and every break and everything else I'm with them wholeheartedly. So it's still 50, 50, just done differently, but that's our balance. Yes. And I don't want to right. feel bad our about balance. that. Yes, that doesn't yours. make me a bad mom. It doesn't make me um, terrible. And I'm not there for my kids because guess what? When something, when they need me 
or when they need something, they still don't go to their dad. They call me, right? <laughs> Even when I'm in a different country. So um, they feel the love. And I think that's the most important thing is at least what I'm learning. If your kids feel whole and they feel loved and they know if they trip and they fall, they can come to you, then they need to just let them free, have some agency. They're gonna, they, the only way for them to figure out life is to stumble through life. And so I, I mean, I stumbled a ton through life and that's the only way, and I still don't have it figured out, but I'm doing my best. Um, and our balance isn't balance. If anybody was an outsider looking in, I mean, people, I get it all the time. I get judgment as a mom, you're never there. Why you've abandoned your kids. I get all of the judgment, but no, I haven't because it works for us. Well, yes. I mean, look, I, I find the balance is not necessarily my balance, but as much as my kids balance. I, and, and I realize that they're all three of mine are different. You have seven. I can't I, I can't imagine <laughs> how to maintain. So I mean, you know, I only personally have three, but I love but, but the but other yes, ones. That yes, I understand. So, yes, 100%. I so I almost look, this is not the politically correct answer, but I kind of keep this profit and loss statement, uh, this mental process, this, this P&L statement <laughs> on each one of my children. And, and, and sometimes I find, and I have to check in with them to kind of find out where their P and L is sitting. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it, I call it more of like an emotional P and L. I'm not guys, if you're watching and listening to this, I don't actually have a document or Excel sheet that I do this, <laughs> but this is just kind of this emotional P and L. And, and I know like some of the, my, my, some of my kids need a little bit more than others to stay in the positive yeah. part of their, of their their profit and loss stop. They're emotional know? piggy banks. Yes, you know, you know like my son James. Yeah, he he had a track meet the other day, and he and he came back and he lost, right? And you know, and my my other one had a track meet too, my oldest one, but she lost as well. But she was like, yeah, it was fun. We lost. I'm gonna try again next year, you know. And it was maybe a few minutes with her yeah. to to be like, okay, I'm good with it. But he kind of like owned, like he have, owned this loss yeah. kind of throughout the entire day. So I realized for me to. For me to keep him balanced, give him I needed mm -hmm. to give him a little more. But to your point, that's what yeah. you were saying. Like, not every kid's different. Not, not no. every, every kid's different. Every parenting structure parent is, is different. different. But that's the thing. But every parent is different. Yes. And that's what yes. we need to realize is that that is okay. And your kids, as long as they know that they're loved, you are doing far better than, you know, 99% of the people in the world. Because there's a lot of kids out there that don't know where their next meal is coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry about that. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm glad we're recording and you can edit. Okay, here we go. Um, the, every parent, every parent is different, and every kid is different. I mean, and if you're showing your children love, um, and they feel secure and safe, right? It's that um, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Then you're already doing better than like 95% of people in the world because there are kids out there that don't know if their parents are coming home. Yes. They don't know what they're going to get from their parents. There's abuse. Um, they don't know if they're going to have food on their table. And and you know what? I I was one of those kids, right? I was one of those kids that I didn't know if my parents were going to show up drunk, and I didn't know if I was a cooking a meal or they were. Um, I was one of those kids that didn't have that. Um, you know, the first thing of being secure and safe. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to make your kids feel secure and safe, you're ahead of the game. And so we just have to give ourselves um, a little bit of a break and, and trust also in your parenting with the fact that the kids get it. And as long as you create that um, atmosphere and environment where they'll come talk to you. And, uh, you know, one thing for us that's, that's, you know, tried, tested and true is that we have no secrets. So they know that they, no matter what, they can tell me anything. And I'm not going to yell at them and I'm not going to freak out, but we're oh, going to figure it out. Good. So awesome. that they that. feel safe. <laughs>
<laughs> that's actually I'll be honest. I'll be I'll be 100 honest. It's one place I struggle with. Like oh, I'm I really just good at that. Like ah, that I've got damn pat. I could be an expert in that. <laughs> that's that. That's awesome. But no, I, I like. I, I kind of want to take the direction of, of what we're kind of talking about. These expectations right uh yeah. that we kind of put on ourselves and but i think it's it goes beyond just not the expectations that we put on ourselves but it's the expectations that are put on us from social media you know we yeah. got a chance to talk a little bit about this before we started recording this this these parenting influencers you know and it's like but you mean like, the ones that actually birth 12 <laughs> children and make it look super easy are you kidding right? me like how <laughs> <laughs> like and then all of a sudden they're skinny again and and they're dressed perfectly and their their birth pictures of their children are gorgeous and i'm like oh my goodness i did not have that experience <laughs> there's no way no but but you know what the funny thing is we see this in business as well right we see these I guess we call it the fake it till you make it, right? These these yeah. these business influencers that are jet setting across the world and driving yeah. the Lamborghinis and you know and, and going out to really fancy dinners and stuff like that. And and people just have this real misconception that, you know, it's 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 easy to be successful. Um, not well, only in business, but also in parenting. And I'd love to get your well, thoughts yeah, on that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know you I don't know if you follow me on social media or anything oh, like yes. that. But if you do, you've real you've probably realized I don't post anymore. I did notice I that there was a, yeah, there was a period you definitely stopped. Yes. I very rarely, very, very rarely post anymore. And the reason for that is I was starting to get caught up in the social media whirlwind of this is what I have to do to be successful. Mm. I need to live up to being this person because this other person is doing it. Um, and I, I was done. And not that I was ever fake because I don't know how to be fake, mm -hmm. but I was putting content out there that I thought people needed to hear instead of um, living in the moments in my life and making my life good. And so I, um, I don't, I don't really post anymore, like at all. Uh, and um, I am not saying social media is a bad thing because I actually think it's a beautiful tool. And I think it's um, something that, I mean, even as a speaker, an author, um, if you own a brand or a business, I mean, it's something you, it's, it's a necessary evil. That's the best way to put it. It's a necessary evil. And I think it's a beautiful thing, but I think we get caught up in it. And not only do we get caught up in how we, um, you know, follow people, but we get caught up in how we um, determine our lives should look because of what other people are doing. Exactly. And then we try to make our life their life. Um, and, and we stop being real for ourselves. And then when we can't live up to what other people are doing, we get down on ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, and then as we were saying, there are parents out there that make it look like easy. Like, but, but I, and it's, they're not, not the ones <laughs> making it look easy. It's the editing it makes yes. it look easy. Like, I mean, look, I have a large video team. We edit a lot of stuff. If you only saw half the crap that actually goes down when we go on site to shoot a video, oh, yeah. like, I mean, I was just thinking, yeah. like, we went and did this video sh uh, shoot recently for this this brand new 3500 dually truck that just came out, and it's got a yeah. thousand pounds of torque and all this other stuff. And, like, the owner's like, I'm going to do the video. And I'm like, Okay, sure, if you want, right? And, you know, it's, we record, I bet you it's probably 37 minutes of ums, ahs, oh shits. What oh, the yeah. hell was I supposed to say? Can you stop smoking? We're trying to record a video here. And, you know, by the time we're done, we send it back to him in this like two minute polished, beautiful piece. He calls yeah. me up and I'm uh -huh. like, oh my God, here it comes, here it comes. He goes, you know what, Jason? I'm pretty good at these. I think we should do some more. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yes. 
Yes, we should do some more. You're gonna edit the part out, but my phone totally rang, and I'm like, oh crap! I'm glad you're editing. No, actually, I'm gonna keep it in there. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep the phone call in there. I'm actually. You know what? It's funny. I actually made a note to go back and edit that, and I'm actually gonna delete that note that we're gonna delete it. Leave it in, (laughs) and leave my terror of oh my goodness! I'm so glad you're gonna delete this. (laughs) But. But, but you know that's right though I mean look what we're seeing we're, just, we're seeing an edited version of their life we're seeing an edited version of their business and you know but it's like I think for, for a again, lot of people out there nothing, how do you sorry go ahead there's nothing wrong with that I don't yes. want people to watch this and be like <laughs> oh you know we're telling them there's something wrong with what they're doing there's nothing there's well, no it depends I think what the intention is though right no well exactly if it's something that's going to give you the result that you need cool awesome but don't do it if it's gonna bash if you're gonna continue to bash your own life you know what Mm -hmm. i mean if you're gonna look at it and try to be something you're you might not be and or might not know that you don't want to be right but you've just just be intentional to to your point be intentional with what you do how you spend your time um you know what's important to you uh because otherwise you will get you'll get lost in that whirlwind it's um lost in it you get lost in it. You just do. You get it, it's, swept it, it, it's up. So, and lost. It's so it's so easy to kind of just get caught up in it, and then and then there's this series of you. What you do is you create the expectation. See, I was wondering at one point when I thought about this for a little while. I was like, is it is it is it the society? Is it the social media that's putting the expectations on, or is it the way I'm processing processing the information and creating those expectations for myself? Like you know, like I've been in business for this many years. Why don't I own a private jet? You know, I mean, that kind of crap, but that's. Yeah, it is how we, um, I I totally hear you. It's, Mm -hmm. it it is how we process it and the expectations we put on ourselves. I mean, we have to take ownership of everything we do, right? Because we're the ones that make a choice. But then like on the flip side, you'll have these gurus come up, come out and say, well, in order to have a successful day, you shouldn't pick up your phone for the first for the first thirty minutes, um, and so not all of a sudden you're you got you've gone from you have to answer emails all day long to oh no you know give yourself some peace and and, and solitude, and so it's just a, you're you're correct in saying it is um, how we process it, and again it goes back to balance right balance doesn't exist so find what works for you if laying in your bed while you're having a cup of coffee and scrolling through your emails before your kids get up is you know, good for you, then do it. Yes. And if it's not good for you because it puts you in a bad mood before your kids get up, then don't do it. You know, so it's just really about what works for you and what's going to help you feel good. Because once you feel good, you're going to have a successful day. If you feel like crap, you're, I mean, your day is doomed anyways. So that, um, that is so true in business as well, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's being self-aware, you know, like there, at the point in time during my business, when I was let my business run me and me not run my business, all right, I wasn't self-aware that that was what was going on. And and I'm thinking back, you know, for what you just said, but also going back to the earlier discussions we had around parenting, you know, without distractions and also work-life balance, you know, I think my understanding of how to do that, that doesn't necessarily mean I execute it perfectly every single time I definitely yeah, don't. Do I. But Come it was, on. it's because I become <laughs> self-aware you know, that these things are going on. And I think that's kind of the first step to make those monster changes. I mean, it's a first step for everything in life. Mm, So for, you know, whether it's parenting, whether it's business, whether it's yourself, you know, how you talk to yourself and and your your self-worth and your mental health and your emotional health and your physical health, all the things. We know what we need to do. We know what we should do. Um, But a lot of the times we don't be it's too scary to become self-aware of what's 
actually happening, like what our choices have led us to. Because that, I mean, the number one thing that, I mean, to me, the scariest is looking in the mirror and saying, oh, crap, I screwed up. Mm -hmm. And nobody's going to fix it but me. That is literally the scariest thought for any human because the first thing we do is blame it on someone else um, or something else. And so yeah, we bring I, the phone, we blame the social media. Yes. Yeah, exactly. We blame how busy our life is. We blame, you know, we eat unhealthy because we don't have enough time. And we, well, I don't eat unhealthy because it's important to me and I'm intentional about it. And I do yoga every day because it's important to me and I'm intentional about it. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm, I'm better than anybody. It just means that's what my, what's important to me. And that's what my intention is. So and that's your balance. See, that's, 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 what I'm to say. that's your balance. And those are the things I that am are not really a fun cool. person to be around if I don't do <laughs> yoga. I'm it, and, I'm, and I'm sure if you don't probably eat, if, if, if you don't eat well, and I, oh, cause I, I know the same way I've changed yeah. my diet a little bit. If I go back, I'm like, full on hangry. Like I'm just oh, like, get out of yeah. my way. Or, and if you don't, if I don't have a coffee, you know, before, before don't, don't talk to me. Forget it. Don't talk to me. <laughs> it's just, I need it's that. Just, it's us. It's being self-aware. It's being balanced. Look, uh, Katie, I know we're yeah. getting towards the tail end of our time today. And, uh, but this has been so much fun. It has and... been. It's so nice to finally reconnect. <laughs> the last time we connected, we were in your office. I know it was that's... back in the real world, right? How many years ago? Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> Hey, but for everyone out there that's watching, listening right now, I'd love to kind of connect with you and kind of follow along with your journey. What's the best way to do so? Yeah. So, I mean, um, you can try me on social, but I don't really post anymore <laughs> <laughs> at, um, at Katie Maris. Um, I have started to love fly fishing. So if you want to see some of the cool fish I've caught, that's where I'm posting. Uh, it's called uh, Katie on the fly. Um, so it's Katie underscore on underscore the fly. Um, and it's awesome. Uh, I think that's far more exciting because, I mean, it's a cool new thing to do. Uh, and very few women do it. So it's really, <laughs> I think it's super exciting. Um, but honestly, you can email me too, katie at katiemaris.com. If you have questions or you just want to say hi, um, the one thing about me is I'm here to just chat with anybody and everything. So um, I'm not out selling anything. I'm not here saying, hey, book me as your next speaker. Um, I literally just um, want to be, I've got a lot of life experience. And um, so I'm here for anybody that uh, may need to just uh, air out their grievances because, I mean, that is half the battle. If you have 100%. somebody to talk to, it takes half the, um, half of the uh, the word I'm looking for, um, the scariness away and yes, the, the intensity 100%. of the feeling away. So just... The only thing I can say is you're doing great. You're doing your very best and in anything, life, business, uh, parenting. And if you're, if you're feeling overwhelmed, talk to somebody because that's, that's what allows you to see clearly. That's right. And, we can't look, we're not going to, we're not going to run successful businesses on our own. We're, it, no, we're not going to, we're not going to be successful feel. parents on our own. You know, there, there, there are so many correlations there. Um, Katie, I can't tell you how much I just appreciate you just you being real. I know you always were. I was totally expecting that. And I just your openness and just, you know, just your authenticity. Um, I, I'm so glad we had a chance to connect and do this podcast. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, you so you much. You want some real life? You know where I'm off to right now? Work-life balance or whatever? Yep. I'm going to get my hair done. There you so, go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. You have yourself All an amazing right, day. Cool. All right, take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Business of Parenting podcast with your host, Jason Harris. Don't want to miss new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. 
Happy podcasting.